Hello everybody and welcome back. It is Monday, February 29th, 2021 and you're listening to episode 106 of the Can I Say Something podcast. I'm your host and a recluse with a juicy caboose, Damien. Joining me today is Steve. And today on the show, we'll be discussing with possible spoilers for everything, everything involved. What we've been watching and listening to, including Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Minari, and in concluding with an in-depth review of WandaVision Episode 8, titled Previously On. Right into the show, bicycle at gmail.com, bicycle on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes, search your Google Play, Spotify, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. Tell the friend, family member, or stranger. Dion, what's up, buddy? How we doing? Good, bud. How are you? Fantastic. How is your uh, movie watching this week? Ah, it was uh, uh, minimal. <laughs> I think that's the word I'm looking for. I got around to watching some Godzilla. Uh, ignored yeah. all your requests. Uh, ignored all your um, recommendations Props. for good movies to watch. And uh, yep. yeah, just went with yep. Godzilla and WandaVision. Really phoned it in <laughs> this time around, bud. But E.T. phoned home yep. is the possible name of a Spider-Man movie. Name. How do you like that segue, buddy? That was uh, pretty... <laughs> so let's go back a, a second here i said i want you to watch um promising young woman it is still currently 20 whole american dollars it is on uh, amazon.com at the current price the retail price 20 dollars to rent it uh, we're talking before the show we we're leaving so much money so much con- gold content on the on the table there before the show heated. Let's table this conversation for the show. Um, I felt like that the $20 you're going to spend, which again, got to reiterate, got to emphasize, not your $20, my $20. It's $20. So you, put, you're, you are uh, not investing, zero, you're investing $0 into this into this venture uh, of, your, <laughs> of your own money. <laughs> A testament to how cheap I can be. Yeah, exactly. You, will pay zero, you won't even pay $0 for this. Yep, um, I, I think I said before in another other podcast, it was like, you ever heard that expression? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I don't know if I can say that. It's not nice. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck her with her own dick, with his dick. Yeah, with your dick. It's something like that. I wouldn't watch this movie even with your 20 bucks. <laughs> is it the price or is it the 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 story of the movie? Is it the um, topic matter? Is the subject so matter of the movie? No, it's none of that. I'm sure it's a great movie, and I, I do plan on watching it. Uh, just I wasn't going to watch it. Uh, avid listeners of the show understand or, or remember that you give me a lot of crap for watching my my stuff on my uh, my uh, Casio watch, uh, my mm. my Nokia phone, um, my microwave, if you will. Uh, so here's the thing: when it comes, like if you were to buy this movie for twenty bucks, yep. Right. Absolutely. I'm on board. I'll watch that wherever, you know, that doesn't bother me because I'm buying that movie. I can watch it on the go. I can watch it at home. It's whatever. But when I'm like doing things that I normally do and I'm like passing time, it's just watching a $20 movie on my phone that I'm not going mm. to be able to keep 
Mm. It just it sits very. Uh, I don't know. I just I just don't like the the cut of that jib. You know. <laughs> sure. I feel you. I feel I you. Uh, what I feel like is like you're not getting the experience. I'm checking it out. I'm watching it on my phone. But like a 20 when you I I jumped a gun there. You're probably going to prompt me, but when you go to like a theater, uh you buy a <laughs> yeah. ticket and I yeah. understand that. Um but you're paying for an experience, you know? And mm. I'm not getting that experience on my iPhone sitting in a chair. Mm. You're smart. You're yeah. leapfrog. Yeah. If I was home, maybe watching <laughs> it with, uh, with, with, with my beautiful wife, Carrie, uh, it, it, yeah, you know, I, then I, even that, like watching it with someone goes, goes a pretty long way. Just watching it by myself yeah. on my phone and not even being able yeah. to keep the movie in the end. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, we're, we're in unprecedented times, and I don't know if you know this or not. I don't know if you've been reminded of this of this twenty five times a day, but we're in unprecedented. We're in uh, we are in uncharted territory as far as uh, movie watching goes. Movies have been closed for almost a year now, getting close to a year of of things being shut down, and I think we have uh, some responsibility, I'd say, as movie movie goers, to keep afloat. Uh, movie theaters. I'm not gonna say movie studios. Movie studios are are a whole nother uh, talking point, a whole nother whole other bucket of chicken, as you will. Um, but it is uh, movie theaters. Um, Got to keep those things afloat somehow. Um, I understand the twenty dollars is not going to the to the theaters, but you know I think that's important to uh, to show the support of the movie makers of the of the actors the. Directors, the writers, even the people behind the scenes. I think when people think about talk about uh, who people that make movies, it's always oh these these high fluent actors and directors, writers. But you also got to remember, there's you know carpenters, there's plumbers, electricians, there's blue collar Joe Joe somebody's Joe regulars working behind the scenes to make those movies too. So I think uh, throwing them some shekels is a good thing to do in, sure, in unprecedented I, times. I get it. It's unpre- unprecedented times and. Uh it's just if it was uh you know 10 bucks even would be a a a valid argument it's still less than a uh yeah. there's still more than a normal rental but yes less than actually going out to buy uh the movie i don't know it's just i understand you want to support the studio and the actors and everything like that but it, it's just it's 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 too much even in unprecedented times it, what they could do is maybe just Release the movie, uh, so you can buy it like right now. What, yes. What's preventing yeah. them from doing that? Right, probably a deal. They probably have um, contracts with the movie studios. Have contracts with the distributors, with Amazon, with uh, Apple TV Plus, with uh, YouTube, which is all. If you notice, it's not just Amazon that you can buy it on. You can buy it on uh, YouTube. You can you can or rent sorry rent it. You can rent it for twenty dollars on YouTube, on Apple. Um, on Apple iTunes, all of these different uh, distributors have it for $20. So I'm assuming there must have been some sort of universal deal that the uh, movie studios made with those companies to say, all right, what's the price point here? What can we do? Is it going to be a buy? Is it going to be a rental? I'm assuming they hammered those that terms out those terms out uh, behind the scenes at some point. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But it's just, uh, it, it just seems like, it, I understand. It's unprecedented times, uh, but... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they could have talked about it a little bit more. I think they just kind of like shot it out there, be like, "All right, well, let's just throw twenty bucks on it and, and see what happens." But you're taking away the experience of going to the movies, so it's it's tough to yes. justify paying the twenty bucks for something that you're not going to be able to keep. 
That's my life. Yes, logic. indeed. Uh, you know, I will yeah, use yeah, your yeah. twenty bucks to watch the movie uh, sometime <laughs> this week. Okay, and I Mark, will have Mark. a great review for you next. Week. I think it is a yes. Thanks, thanks. I think <laughs> it is going to be a a um, contested discussion. It's going to be a spirited debate <laughs> next week. Not not just uh, seeing the movie, not just for the Golden Globes, not just for the actress in it. I think the, uh, the subject matter is up for it's a it's a fiery subject. It is a it is a hot button issue. Uh, that movie is so. Call your shot. To- what, do you think I'm going to agree with you or or not agree with you? I guess if we're getting fiery, gonna- then I'm not going to agree with you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it. so. I'm going to say disagree. I think um, the way the movie, no spoilers, but the way the movie depicts men is not great. And you had a uh, you had a uh, what do you call it? You bristled at the depiction <laughs> of men, and never really, sometimes, always. <laughs> So I just, didn't yeah. bristle. I responded to the bristling <laughs> of critics that commented on that. I don't know if you okay. could say that was bristling. Right. That was listen, we have this on tape. You can go you can I was re- a voice hit rewind in the darkness. On the tape. <laughs> you can hit rewind on the tape and listen to your discussion. In no time did you did you uh caveat there was no caveat saying, listen, this isn't my opinion, this is other people's opinion. People are I saying just, I, not I. what if I if I go back there and find it? And I make you meet Crow. <laughs> All right, yeah. That's gonna look. Go that's gonna look really bad for you, bud. That's All gonna right, tell that's me. Fine. You, I'll take it. You know what that's gonna tell me too? I'll take, you you don't even listen to me. You don't even listen to me in the moment. <laughs> I'll take it on the chin. That's fine. Uh, speaking of hot, hot content, uh, we got Paramount shit. Plus, which is Plus is how Mr. Uh, Mr. Andy Greenwald and Chris Ryan pronounce uh, Disney Plus, Disney Plus on the watch. Uh, but Paramount Plus is, I hate it. was announced. <laughs> Plus, you hate Plus? Yeah, I hate, hate the Plus. word Plus. Yeah, you hate when people say plus. I, oh. I I hate when he says plus. I have heard what you're talking about. <laughs> what is his reason? Just because he's like I just say plus because of that? I don't know. I never actually heard why he says plus like that. Just a thing. I think it's just a, a spin That's running cute. joke between them. Yeah, it is cute. That's fun. Anyways, Paramount Plus is a subscription subscription blah, 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 subscription streaming service. That's a lot of s's. Yeah, you, yeah. Say that five times fast. <laughs> Can't. Uh, what would you say? Uh, subscription, streaming. S- subscription Sub- streaming video service set. Subscription, subscription. Oh God, yeah. yeah, you're right. That's pretty yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty tough. Yeah. So Paramount Plus is the streaming service. It is going to replace CBS All Access. It's going to cost ten dollars a month when it launches. Ten dollars a month for ad free when it launches Thursday in the U.S. and in eighteen Latin American countries. So good, good on them. Uh, it will include live news and sports. So this is the thing I want to talk about with this because a lot of my, the things that I want out of, from cable, the things that I would only subscribe to cable for, things that I would, you know, what, what do you call it? Reattaching the, the cord. If I'm a cord cutter, that's reattaching the cord. I'm a, I'm a reattacher. I'm a cord reattacher. You'd have to go buy a new cord because you cut your old one. Yeah, exactly. So uh, things like the Oscars, things like the Super Bowl, things like... Um, I don't know. There's like four things a year that I would want to have cable for, and I would get this if it includes that. But I don't. It probably doesn't, considering no. uh, Oscars are on what ABC, I believe, right? Uh, I yeah, know. that sounds right. Yeah, sounds right. So you know, if it has that sort of thing, I would get it maybe. Um, but it, it's getting to the point. Like, like all these guys and all these commenters are saying, you know, it's getting to the point where it's just like if you're cutting the cord, you're not saving anything because you got you got Hulu, you got Amazon, you got Netflix, you got Disney Plus, you got all these different things going on that are that are adding up to the cost of what a cable service used to be. Right. So 
Yeah, and uh, to, to piggyback on that, they got the sports thing too. That's uh, that's a yeah. that's another big issue because NFL had their own little thing going where you could, uh, um, I forget oh, NFL Network or something like that. Right. I red, remember. red line, red, red, red zone. Red zone's a different thing. It's basically you're watching uh, a bit of each game when there's action and they switch back and forth. It's, it's uh, you're not in control of what game you're watching. You just uh, it's like a fantasy football kind of thing. It's good for that kind. I of didn't stuff. know that. But, um, I didn't yeah, know there's that. A, there's, you're not in control? That's crazy. No, yeah, you're not in control. They're, they're like, all right, this game's kind of boring. We're going to go to uh, the Patriots and uh, the Bucks. Oh, oh yeah, oh, there's wow. a touchdown pass. Wow. And they'll, they'll go back and show you like the scoring plays, but they don't really show much of the game. Jesus, but that's, there's, that's, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it, 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 like I said, it's good for fantasy football players because that, that uh, aspect of sports is booming. Um, but yeah, there's like regional things too where it's like um, us being based around New York – uh, we can watch the Giants, uh, the Jets, um, the Bills, and, and you'll get the Patriots and whoever they're playing that week. And sometimes in Massachusetts, you don't even get to watch the Patriots, even if they're on, because you'll get a New York team. But the thing is, you can't watch any of these other people playing because it only depends on your area. So if I wanted to watch the Cowboys versus the Falcons or something like that, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. And there's no way the NFL doesn't even have anything in place where it's just like, okay, you can select to watch this game if you want. There's like so much stuff that they have to do to, 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 to step up and make everything work. And, and they got all these rules with the, the cable companies like you're talking about, where it's like it's a TV deal. It's exclusive to TV. And it's just wild. And there's there's a lot of room that once it happens, though, it's going to be nuts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when yeah. it's going to happen is the problem. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. So they uh, are including uh, Viacom, CBS's, Viacom, CBS brands such as uh, CBS, MTV, BETs, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, and Paramount. So that's a whole bunch of stuff right there, I guess, for kids and young adults and um, people like that. But Paramount Plus won't have one show most associated with the Paramount name, Yellowstone. Have you heard of this this uh, television show, Yellowstone? I have. Yeah, it's apparently the most popular show on TV right now in terms on of like- actual television. Huh? On actual television? An actual live ass TV, yes, cable ass TV. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that. Ca- yeah, I see cable uh, ass cable. I have like this special little um, fifteen channel package from uh, my my, my, my Spectrum, <laughs> and uh, I see Yellowstone commercials all the time on the. I think they have their own channel, even the Par- Paramount channel or something like that. But it's just like, yeah, yeah. they'll play the same commercial three times in a row. And I'll get so pissed. I never want to watch that show because I watched that commercial three times in a row. Every single commercial break, <laughs> it's like that back to back to back. Yeah. Uh, let me open this up here, bro. So yeah, the, <laughs> the Yellowstone verse is heading to Texas for spinoff 6666. Um, so mm, they're four just. Four sixes. Yeah. Four sixes. Not, not three sixes. Four sixes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the Yellowstone verse. This is this is crazy. Uh, <laughs> they announced a prequel called Y eighteen eighty three. Creator Ter- Taylor Sheridan is behind this. Taylor Sheridan is. Uh, I like his. I like his uh, movies that he directed. He directed. Um, I believe uh, Cold uh, Wind River was fantastic. He wrote and directed that. He wrote um, Sicario and he wrote um, Hell or High Water. So I think three movies we all enjoy. I believe. I don't know if you've seen Wind River yet, but. Uh, very good movies. I don't think I watched Sicario I've never, either. No, yeah, Sicario is f- fucking fantastic. 
uh, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Got some uh, Roger Roger Deakins cinematography in there. But it's this TV shows that he's now uh, investing in, I guess, and Paramount Plus is investing in the stuff. These the Yellowstone verse. Uh, got four four uh, spinoffs just from this one TV show. That that seems like a lot. That seems like too many things. <laughs> yeah. Way too many shows. For to not make, being a Marvel uh, thing, you know? Yeah, not being a Marvel movie. No, 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 no. So those are coming out in the next few years. But moving back to the to the Paramount Plus thing, uh, let's Oof. see. Uh, what I wanted to talk about was everything that's included in it, which was they they talked about on the watch this week. Um, where was it? Um, like all movies and stuff. Yeah, it supported on Roku and things like that. All oh, the shows, the shows that are coming out that they're basing on these old properties, like they were. Talking about uh, stripping old properties for all the meat on their bones <laughs> for anything. You've got, uh, let's see, uh, what was the dramas? Oh, Criminal Minds. Uh, they're, they're making some more of that. They're making a, t- uh, a television show, a scripted television drama based on Flashdance, uh, a TV show called Landman, based on the proverbial boomtowns of West Texas, Love a TV show based on Love Story, which was a movie from the 70s. You got Mayor Kingstown, one of the spinoffs from Yellowstone. You got Star Trek Strange New World, another Star Trek spinoff. You got a TV show based on the Italian job, a TV show based on the Parallax View. The Parallax View is a movie I just caught the other day on Criterion uh, starring uh, Warren Beatty, which was a paranoia 70s thriller, which was fine. But I guess it's going to be another series, a TV series. And then all the Yellowstone spinoffs. Uh, so a lot of random-ass TV shows from that are based on properties from the 70s. You want to hear something random? Go ahead. Peacock Network. Guess who they uh, struck a deal with? Who's that? The WWE. They bought the WWE Network that, they, uh, that Vince McMahon created. So now the- Peacock, the streaming service, is going to... Uh, absorb all the WWE media and you'll be able to find like all the WrestleManias and stuff through Peacock at some point. They bought it for like five million. Five, five million? What? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy considering like <laughs> all these corporations usually buy like, you know, TikTok or what was the one? Snapchat. Sna- they bought Snapchat for like $8 billion. You tell me they bought it might be all of the content. Yeah. Five million for five years so it might be a 25 okay let me let me double check that yeah please that sounds crazy but so yeah while, while you're checking that uh some of the stuff all uh debuting on uh paramount plus will be a quiet place 2 mission impossible 7 and paw patrol the movie will land on paramount plus to stream 45 oh, days after they first hit theaters i was that way off quite- man what's that <laughs> my my bad i'm glad i fact yeah. checked that it's one billion one billion. That's that's more than five. Million. I don't know where I got five. I think I think what I did was twenty five million. That's what that's. I think that's where I got the five, and I left out the two. It was twenty five million for four years, or two hundred fifty million. And it's still, I'm still not even <laughs> processing in my head correctly. I'm trying to justify. Yeah. I'm sorry. One billion. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's just a weird combination. Peacock and uh, um, WWE Network. Yeah, but yeah, Paw Patrol. How about that? Yeah, Paw Patrol the movie. Yes. Yep. Can we review so, that? It's just another thing you got to subscribe to. I'm going to talk about a movie I subscribe to another service just to watch, which I'm hopefully will remember to cancel it in six days when the 
when I'll be charged $7 for subscribing to Epics Plus just to watch a movie, which is what I did this week. But yeah, just another one, just another service. So they got, yeah, they got the thing here. Paramount Plus is another video service to roll out like Disney Plus, HBO Max, Apple TV Plus, Peacock, Dis Discovery Plus. Oh, fuck, ah, stop it. <laughs> They're not going to stop. It's not going to happen. Stop. I was thinking about stop. that though. When people getting frustrated and be like, oh, there's so much stuff. But you think about it, like all these uh, old cut the cord. Remember when cable, um, the first argument for cutting the cord with cable stuff started and you're just like, you can yeah. pick your channels and it's like, buy this channel package for uh, five bucks or, or something like that. But like the channel packages, you don't get like uh, a media library that you can like uh, really pick and choose what you wanted to watch. Sometimes you'd watch whatever they were airing at the time because it's based right. off the channels. Uh, I mean, this, this is, you think about what you were doing in the past and this is a lot better. It's almost like, uh, a little bit more money, but you have uh, uh, unfettered access to everything uh, as opposed to just picking these channels and you're still kind of at their mercy. So uh, this is the future, but there's going to be a point where we're eventually going to see what the channels are. Uh, those, those, um, what would you call them? I, I, don't, I don't remember what the, like sling or something like that. You're buying the TV package. Yeah. You're going to start right. seeing stuff like that, where it's like, you can buy the Netflix package and the Hulu package for, uh, 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 together it'd be less than what you pay yeah. for separately and you're gonna see companies coming out and doing that we should jump on that yeah just bun you know bundle saying? them all yeah, together start some sort of, off um, people? some sort of what do you call a cable package like cable them bundle them with a cable like yeah, that we call it like saying? a streaming package or something yeah yeah right right yeah. <laughs> uh i was i was look, browsing through <laughs> amazon the other day and looking at like these packages that they're selling like movies in, like you can buy all the Bourne movies and buy all the X Men movies and buy all the all the whatever movies. And I'm like, I almost I almost pulled the trigger on some of them, but I was like, wait a second, these are all out. <laughs> it's like buy all the Avengers movies together. And I'm like, wait a second, I already have Disney Plus. Why would I even? <laughs> but you don't do own this. them, huh? You don't own them. What do we own? But what do we really own? At well, the yeah, end of the I mean, day, it's get to that point where you're not you're not gonna. It's all gonna be like. Uh... Uh, Media-based, uh, you, you yeah. won't have like a physical copy of anything. So, yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, the things we own end up owning us. So, oh, oh, okay, took that <laughs> in a different direction. I, I was going somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's a that's a you're, you're getting philosophical. I'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 surprised you didn't notice that that, that you're so philosophical and capitalistic. Yes, anti-capitalistic. Well, yeah, yeah I'm, sure, sure. I'm prop, I'm, Tell I'm me, buddy, how much GameStop stock do you own? I don't. <laughs> huh? Say that again? I said, tell me, bud, how much GameStop stock do you own? Not enough, apparently. Yeah, you should be fighting those capitalists over there. <laughs> so let's go back uh, to the topic here. Spider-Man 3, uh, they named it, they titled it No Way Home. Quote, unquote, in theaters this Christmas. I texted you, there's no way that's happening. No way, <laughs> uh... There's, there's no way. There's no way. Like, so many things are going to be quote unquote debuting in theaters next month. Uh, one of our local theaters just reopened, quote unquote, reopened to a quarter of their, to like 30% occupan occupancy uh, just recently. But, um, eh, no, it's not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen this Christmas. And uh, it's going to be very weird going forward to seeing how. They line up all of the chron the chronological events of the MCU since it's all sort of fucked right now. Like Black Widow was supposed to come out last year, and then we were supposed to have uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier come out. So, and then we were supposed to have Shang Chi this year. Like, like I said a couple Some weeks of those ago, sound like how less are they going to? Huh? 
Some of those sound less important than the others, though. But like, I, what I see a lot of is like WandaVision. Uh, that's important to what's happening. Uh, the the show coming up, Loki. That's going to be important to what's happening. Spider Man's going to yeah. be important. But like, I haven't heard anyone saying like, "Oh, Black Widow got pushed back. Oh, that's going to things up." You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I I, I, feel, I think we talked about it a little bit last time. Where if if it was yeah. truly damaging everything would be like halted or, or pushed back. And right now yeah. it seems like they're still pumping things out. So that kind of tells me that black Widow's not totally crucial to whatever the, the, whatever they're driving at. It's, it's interesting you said that because on the Vanity Fair podcast, they talked about that. Like they talked about how they're, they're not lined up anymore and they're just being released, you know, however they got to be released. And the guy was like, yeah, I talked to somebody and I said, you know, it's a good thing that, Black Widow is is a self-contained story that it took place years and years ago, so it's not necessarily going to affect right. the, the, the timeline of the rest of the movies. And the guy was like, well, well, oh. <laughs> wait, wait and see. Wait and it's a, see. It's funny, though. It depends on the audience as well. You, they probably couldn't pull a fast one on. You'd be like, well, this no. is out of order. This is just, yeah. this is unacceptable. Yeah. And I, 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 yeah. I am mad. Uh, me, on the other hand, when I'm watching WandaVision, sometimes I do need Hayward to get a little weird and uh, mention how everyone got snapped out of existence and now they're back. Just so I remember the timeline because I forget things pretty pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, true, 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 true. Oh, Vision's dead. Okay, just remind me. Okay, once in a while. Just show yeah. me his corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> you got written down here, Tony Stark, Aunt May, and Homewrecker. That's interesting because yeah. Tony Stark is dead, dead and gone. So he can't really do anything with her. That's what I'm saying. Why, 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 why? We can get the time stone. <laughs> yeah, get, get another Tony Stark. Do the uh, do the Captain America thing where he goes yeah. back in time, lives well, his life out. He, he had all the Infinity Stones when he uh, when he countered Thanos' snap and saved everybody. Tony Stark saved everybody. So maybe True. he just, uh, you know, keep From the time stone. Just like yeah. rewind time and uh, Spidey finds Tony Stark just chilling without May. <laughs> the end of uh, Spider-Man Three. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Dad. Sure. Yes, I would, I would watch that. I'd yeah, watch, I'd that, watch movie. that. Yeah, I'd watch that movie with your twenty dollars. I'd watch it. Yeah, my twenty dollars. <laughs> other, uh, other titles we were trolled with this week were uh, Phone Home and Home Slice. They had a picture of the uh, the wall that they were. They were talking about other possible titles for. I, I had a thing pulled out here, oh, but the I, whiteboard. You're talking about the whiteboard. The whiteboard. The whiteboard. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Other possible names that they were teasing it with the day before. What did you think of that? Was you? Did you see like a title? Did you see an alert that came up in your phone like possible titles for the new Spider-Man movie? Then, then you find out. Oh, it was just a. Uh, just they were just joking. They were you were yanking my leg. They got me on the first one where it was yeah. just like uh, uh, maybe I forget who actually said it was a Holland. Maybe Tom Holland was the one that posted. It was yeah. like someone retweeted, and it was like, "Oh, this is it." And I'm like, "Well, that's a dumb title. Why would you? What is that even about? Like home yeah, slice? Yeah, yeah. Is that a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles are involved yeah. or something?" But yeah, yeah. And then another one pops up, and then another one pops up. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, okay, I see what you're doing now. I gotcha, see. Gotcha, you're generating gotcha. buzz. You're generating buzz. Okay, these are false titles. <laughs> I understand now. I understand. I can't wait to see what the real title is. And then they're like, uh, "What was it? No way home. Okay, no way home. Well, yep." All right, cool. <laughs> sure, I guess. So yeah, like you said, it's gonna be interesting to see if it's not like super super tied into uh, the other um, what do you call it, multiverse storyline, like the Doctor Strange will be. 
will probably definitely yeah. be. It's called multi- Multiverse of Madness. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Could be could could be tied in. Could be not. Uh, I do sort of like the idea of the Spider-Man movies being like this break from the larger scale stories that they've been telling. Like Spider-Man Home uh, Homecoming was a smaller version, smaller break uh, from the other movies. Uh, so was Far From Home was sort of another break from the bigger scale stuff. So yeah, isn't it, Spider-Man it is. supposed to bridge all that though? Huh? Isn't that like the isn't Spider-Man the thing that's like bridging it all? Kind of, or at least the thing that it's like uh, riding in on, like the horse is riding in on. <laughs> no, I think Far From Home was just there as like the the epilogue of, of phase three, sort of the thing that would okay. take us into the into the new one, into the new phase. But no, okay. I think uh, I think right now we're, we'll say WandaVision is the is the turn pager, the page turner to the next phase. Mm-hmm. That's probably what's going on right now. Yeah, Loki and yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange for sure would Loki also. Loki and Doctor Strange, one division, all that stuff. Yep. Um. Yep. Who's the villain in Spider Man Three? They say. Uh, they have not said. No, I don't believe so. No. Who do you think it's gonna be? Uh, I don't know. It could. Well, they're they, they're definitely yeah. they got to move into the college years, so it could be um, what's his name? The 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 doctor, the the one of the bad guys from uh, Octavius, the lizard lizard man. What's his name? Lizard guy. Oh. Uh, yeah, that guy. What was his name? Killer Croc or something? Yeah. Lizard oh. Spider-Man guy. Lizard Spider-Man. Was there a Doc Ock already? Huh? Doc Ock? Was- uh, they did Doc Ock in, in the second one, but they could do it again in this one. Uh, was it of course, yeah. Spider-Man 2. The first Spider-Man 2. Um, oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the new ones with Pete. With, with, uh, with, with, not Peter. <laughs> no, Tom Holland. I'm Holland, yeah. No, he is. They have not introduced Doc Ock into that universe yet. Nope. Uh, no, no, no. In Spider Verse, uh, Doc Ock was a, a woman. She, she, she was, yeah. That avenue. Yeah, they should go down yeah. that avenue. Well, they I mean, do I don't that. know. Does Spider Verse tie into the Spider Man movies? I don't nope. know. I feel like all the Spider Man nope, things nope, are going to nope. like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to some podcasts listened to this week. Uh, listens to the Golden Globe roundup that they did on this week's Big Picture. Um, it's interesting listening to them shitting on, uh, shitting on Amanda Dobbins for being like, yeah, did you even, they did a 1984 uh, poll, not a poll, <laughs> 1984 um, league fantasy thing, fantasy picks. What was it called? Uh, the draft. The draft, thank you. So they did a 1984 movie draft, and she took, Amanda took uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and they were like, did you even see this movie? Are you even a horror fan? Are you a real horror fan? Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good show overall. Uh, they were talking about Golden Globes and, and doing, they did 10 picks. I don't, I texted you, I don't think almost any of them lined up to our picks at all. Um, I forgot good. to write down, yeah, I forgot to write down what they picked, but uh wasn't really. I find myself veering uh, away whenever they, they they talk about something i i typically feel the opposite almost to the point where it's like i, I don't listen to the whole podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so i mean um, i'm not surprised that my opinions are are different than his but i maybe am a little surprised that your opinions are different than his yeah well i think you i think you talked to me into some picks i think you influenced some of my nice. picks when we were doing ours yeah 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 yeah, Hell yeah. uh so they they did that this week. They did the Golden Globes picks. They talked to Lee Isaac Chung about directing Minari, uh, which is now finally widely available. I'll be, to, I'll be talking about that movie in a, in a second here. Uh, do you? 
Another another twenty buck movie. Yep, 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 yep. I was glad to pay that for that movie. Thank you. Uh, so I was looking up uh, what people look like. They got Chris Ryan on the watch. He's half of his face is on there. Does not look like what I thought he would look like. Do you ever look up people, uh, podcasters, to see what they look like, and do they ever match up to what you think they look like based on their voice? Uh, no, I don't mm-hmm. look them up. But if I do stumble across them. Like I remember the last podcast on the left guys. Yeah. Um, they didn't look anything like I imagined. Well, no, 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 that's not true. Henry did, but the other guys, no, no. no yeah. They, no, they didn't remind me. Of, um, I'll say Bill Simmons, but I saw what he looked like before the podcast. Um, I just saw him the other day or I saw a picture of him the other day. That, what'd you think of that? I just, I, um, he's got crazy eyes. He's got psycho eyes. <laughs> yeah, he does have crazy eyes. Yeah, he's pretty he does, intense. He does. He stares at he you. He is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I gotta see. I gotta see the the Why I Hate Your Album guys. Oh yes, 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 yes. They are on. Uh, I think one of them is on Instagram. Or Facebook. One of them. Yep. 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 Um, so I think that was about it for the podcast. Well, well, can, can I, can I ask you a question? I don't know. You don't sure. have to answer if you don't want to, but Go ahead. when yeah. you say, can you, you picture these people, what they look like? Um, what are you picturing? Like, uh, can you, I, what do you identify? You're like, uh, all right, this person's a white male or this person's a black female, or, uh, they sound large. Or like sound, how, they sound well, large. <laughs> yeah, no fatties yeah. on my podcasting listening rotation. No, because I actually <laughs> I remember doing this with a radio. Um, I remember listening to the radio stations on the way to school uh, on the bus, and I would just hear this one person, and and it was like a very soft voice, and then I was like surprised that I don't know why it surprised me. It just I, in my head, I immediately thought that like radio people were thin or something like that. And it's just like she she was not thin, and I was like, huh, like, like my 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 brain exploded. So I mean, yeah. I guess I I could have answered with that when I was saying like the podcast thing. I don't know why my brain. It's just I wasn't like, wow, she's a fatty like that. That's weird. I, I wasn't <laughs> being mean like that. It was just like, this is not how I pictured you. This is uh this is a weird moment for me. <laughs> was that was that Joanne Billows the pillows? Joanne Pillows yeah. the pillows. Yeah, yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Was that was that her name? I forgot what yeah, her name Joanne was. Yeah, Joanne Billows. Yep. <laughs> the pillows? Oh, that's Joanne Pillows Billows. Yes, 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 yes. Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, let me see. So, yeah, that was about all for this week. They they concluded, last podcast on the left, concluded their series on Alistair Crowley. That man is a fucking weirdo. Like, they, they the thing they do on the show is sort of break people down or, or not break them down, but expose them as just being an average, like much more uh, uh, less legendary than they appear to be. Like Alistair Crowley is this like mystical, he has a, he has a mystic aura around his name and around the events of his life. And they just said, no, actually he's kind of a dork, kind of a loser, um, addicted to, to um, not meth, like ether. Like he, he smoked ether. He drank wow. way too much smoked weed and it's not weed yeah yeah it's just a just a fucking gross guy like he, he had a they were saying how he would just eat shit like literally eat shit <laughs> just to show wow. that he could like being like yeah my body's like a temple and or no it's like a, it's like a um anything I, I can take waste and re- reconfigure it to be uh nutritious i can take the nutritious second stuff harvest out of the, 
Yeah, I can take anything, <laughs> reconfigure it to my needs. It's just like, ugh, no, actually, do your your breath smells like shit because you eat shit and you need you need to stop. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah. I like how those guys do it though. Uh, yeah, when you listen to some kind of serial killer stuff, they always talk in this like spooky voice, and they're like, they're kind of sometimes when people say, "Yeah, I like listening to uh, murder podcasts," you kind of like looking at them side eye, like, "You all right?" <laughs> you got something broken upstairs in your head and i like yeah. the way that the last podcast on left guys do it where it's just like they appreciate the the, the macabre of it yeah. but they understand that this person do or these people do heinous things and they yeah. just goof on them the whole time just like oh, loser like oh yeah i'm weird oh, that gives me a reason that i can you know do all this bad stuff to people because i was treated differently and yeah. they're, they're good at like you know kind of um taking the 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 mystique the the the, the horror out of it where it's just like all right this was just a a, a dude and they're not revering this guy some people you talk to and when they say they like this stuff it's like they put them on a pedestal and it's like that's a little weird and these guys don't do it i like that appreciate that yep 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 they break them down like that um so let me uh you got anything else podcast related or can we move on to what we've been watching yeah just move on to what we've been watching because i didn't listen to a whole lot of podcasts Either. All right. Um, so this week I watched a couple of things, spent, spent 20 bucks on one thing, signed up for a new streaming service to watch another. Uh, I watched St. Maud. That's on Epix. You have to sign up for the Epix streaming service to watch this thing. But it is free uh, It is free streaming on there. Uh, a movie called St. Maud, directed by Rose Glass, starring Morfid Clark as Maud, Jennifer Eel, and Lily Knight. Can you spell Morfid for these people? Uh, I'm looking at it right now. If you scroll down, you can actually see it yourself as well if you want to follow along. Uh, M-O-R-F-Y-D-D. So, Double D. Morphin. Double Ds, baby. Double yeah. D. Uh, this movie is about, uh, the synopsis is, follows a pious nurse who becomes dangerously obsessed with saving the soul of her dying patient. So this is one of the most disturbing movies I've seen this year so far. I won't say ever. Uh, I wouldn't even say in the last 10 years, but it is one of the most disturbing movies I've seen this year. One of the best I've seen this year. Um, yeah, it is, it is gross. Picture it showing is me body horror. Body horror indeed, my friend. Lots, yeah. Of, yeah. lots of body horror. Um, lots of uh, disturbing tone. The tone of the of the movie is very disturbing. It's got, it's got that um, hereditary sort of tone. Everything's very quiet. It's very stale. It's got the stale feel in the air. You know, it's got that... Uh, yeah, just just dread. It, it builds dread very well, just like uh, Hereditary did. I keep wanting to say Midsommar. Midsommar did a little bit. More. This is more uh, in line with Hereditary, just in the sense that it's very claustrophobic because every most of this movie takes place indoors, in small rooms and small houses. Um, but yeah, it's very very good, very well acted. A lot of these people I haven't heard uh, at all before. Uh, Rose Glass hasn't directed very much before. I never heard of Moifred Clark or Jennifer Eel, but uh, they did a very good job. Uh, the thing I heard about this movie was that the last, not even the last ten minutes or the last thirty seconds, but the last frame of this movie, it will kind of blow you away, um, and it does. It does indeed. Uh, well, if if you happen to have, <laughs> if you're one of the dozens and dozens of people out there that have Epics or subscribe to Epics, then check this out, or uh, sign up sign up for Epics and then cancel it before seven days is up. So yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> when do you think streaming uh, services will get rid of the free trial phase? You think that ever goes away? No. I understand that like you could just change emails constantly and I think come up the with more, new five, seven day trials. I think the amount of people that forget to uncancel is more than enough for them to keep it going. I think it's a, I think it's mm. a what do you That's call it? Point. It's a mental sort of thing where you're like, oh yeah, I'll definitely remember to cancel that. No, no, you won't. <laughs> and it'll be on your bill uh, next month. Then you'll be like, fuck. All right, I got 30 days to watch some stuff. I'll just you know watch another month of stuff and then remember to cancel it next month. Then you forget the next month. So yeah, they probably make a shit. People make a shit ton of money based off that, that uh, that what do you call it? Economic, mo- economic model, I guess you would call it. Yeah, it's like gym memberships. Exactly. After New Year's. Yeah. Exactly just like that. Yep. So yeah, uh, St. Maude, it's very, very good. I give it like a 9 out of 10. Uh, the second movie I saw this week was Minari, another, another highly anticipated movie that was rele- that was actually released uh, to the world at, I believe, September of 2019. I forget what uh, I forget what film festival it debuted at. It might have been New York, New York Film Festival. One of the, one of them, anyways. But it was it was released in the world very, very a long time ago, almost eighteen months ago, and now people could finally watch it. Uh, spend your twenty bucks to rent it. Uh, but yeah, it's very very good. Uh, directed by Lee Isaac Chung, stars Stephen Stephen Yuen from Walt, uh, Walt, Walking Dead fame, and I also liked him in uh, what was that movie with the pig? It had a pig. Hey. It had Tilda had Tilda Swinton, and it had Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Congo, Bungo, Jungle, what's up in the Babe in the Big City? No, 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 no. Pig, Tilda. Said Minari, its its world premiere was in Sundance. Uh, What year? What year was that? It's first world, well, 2020, it said it was its first world premiere at Sundance Film Festival. Um, I was looking at the Wikipedia the other day. It said it's it's screened at several film festivals, including DeVille, Valladolid, Hamptons, Heartland, Montclair. Montclair, Let's see, Minari. So I'm on the Wikipedia of Minari. The release schedule was, uh, oh yeah, it does say that, doesn't it? Um, I don't know. I feel like it was put out somewhere else. But anyways, so the movie I was thinking of, the pig movie with Tilda Swinton was called Okja. Uh, Stephen Yang was very good in Okja as well. Uh, let me see. You got some other uh, notable people here are Alan Kim, who played the son, Noel Kate Cho, and Young Yound, Young Jung, and Will Patent. <laughs> Is that a good name? Simple name at the end there. Simple uh, name? You still said it wrong. You said Patent. <laughs> Patton. <laughs> Patton. <laughs> uh, very good movie. Uh, very good uh, slice of life movie about a family, uh, Asian family that moves to. Um, I want to say Arkansas. They start a they start a farm there. So yeah, very good, very good. If you want to check out one of the Golden Globe nominated movies for uh, best foreign film, I guess people had a, a hard time with this, or they took they took it. Uh, what do you, I can't think of words today. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like the fact that it was nominated for best foreign film. Uh, I think it was took offense. It was, took offense. Thank you. Slighted. They were slighted, yeah. But I think they phrased it in a way where you could still say, okay, it was a foreign made or it was like a foreign foreign language film. Yeah, That's what it, it was. Foreign it, language. It had subtitles. Yeah, it had subtitles. Yeah. So therefore, it, it could had, qualify in this category. Do you yeah, think it yeah. should have been in Best Picture? Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. should yeah. have been. Absolutely. Well, the no way it sounds, it, it definitely sounds like it should have been. I, uh, so you're saying it definitely got snubbed. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I hope I hope it doesn't are, get snubbed for best foreign language movie, but I could. Are the actors even in it, or like best? There is Minari only up for one thing. I'm not sure. Uh, I thought about I, thought, I think yeah. it might only be up for one thing. Yeah, but uh, Stephen, well, Stephen, yeah, you Stephen would imagine Wen. it'd be a lot more given what people have said about it. Yeah, Stephen Yen was very very good in this. I like him a lot. Um, he was very good in this movie called Burning from a few years ago. He's a really good actor. I look. I would look forward to anything he's going to be in, in the next few years. But uh, yeah, Bernard was very, very good. Liked it a lot. Um, do you want to talk about the one movie you watched this week? Yeah. Go ahead. Spoilers. There's going to be spoilers. Have you seen this? Oh yeah, I've seen all of them. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk spoilers then? Everyone spoilers. listening, there's going to be some spoilers. Spoilers for. This is the part where you come in and say. Oh, <laughs> come in and say spoilers for yeah for uh for 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 Godzilla's King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna just come out and say 2019. Oh yeah, I don't have all that information. Directed came by out in 2019. Michael, Michael Dowdery, starring Kyle Chandler, Vera Farminga, and Millie Bobby Brown. Okay, yeah, there you go. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so humans are dumb. Uh, you saw a little bit of it in the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were a little bit redeemed in King Kong. King Kong was, uh, that, 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 that movie slapped. Um, this one, yes. I, I enjoyed this one. I give it a thumbs up. Yes. Uh, but yes. humans are dumb. Uh, particularly the mother. Um, so they go and lose their, their uh, they didn't lose him. He, he died in monster attack. Uh, they're their oldest son. Um, and she has quotes on here like, after we lost Andrew, I swore I'd never let that happen again. So now I'm releasing, well, now, now I'm par- paraphrasing. So now I'm going to release all the monsters to restart the planet and keep uh, and kill everyone else's Andrews. That's like the, the level of logic here. Like she lost her kid yeah. in a monster attack. And now yeah. she thinks the world's overpopulated and, and we're the mass extinction event. And then she's like, I'm going to release these monsters and it's going to bring us back to this period where she kind of pulled the Thanos. Yes. And yep. it's like, all right, I lost my Andrew. So everyone's going to lose their Andrew. And they might even lose uh, their, 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 uh, whatever the daughter's name, Madison. They might lose their Maddie. Or maybe the whole family just dies. I don't know. Like, where does that logic? Terrible logic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, it does, is. she does just boneheaded things the whole time where it's like, um, you know what I really hate seeing? When, when someone does like a, uh, like a double take, like, well, not like a double take. When you say something and then someone's like, wait, what did you say? And then you say it again. And they're like, and the idea like pops in their head. <laughs> they did this thing. She was driving. They're literally driving away from King Ghidorah. And he's yep. chasing them because yep. he wants to eat them. Yep. And uh, she's like, they're, the, the, the two parents are arguing. They're looking for uh, uh, their daughter. And, and the person in the back it was like I'd run away, for, or I'd run away from home too if you guys were my parents. And then she slams on the brakes, mind you, Ghidorah's still chasing them. Yep. Uh, turns and faces him and says, "What did you just say?" And I thought <laughs> she was gonna go off on him. And he's yeah. like, "I'd run away too from home if you guys were my parents." And then they're, they're, the the parents look at each other, home. And then they get the idea to go home. It's like, <laughs> you don't do that when you have King Ghidorah chasing you, man. <laughs> Ooh. No. And then I hate terrible sacrifices. Terrible sacrifices where they're all running again, <laughs> again, running away from King Ghidorah. 
And there's the the helicopter. They're all going to get on. And she's got the machine with her that that produces a sound uh, of an alpha male monster. And, and, and that makes King Ghidorah mad. So he wants to destroy this monster because he thinks he is the, the alpha here. So just before she gets on the plane, she stops, changes her mind, and gets in a car and drives away. And then her family gets to watch her get like blown up. Just throw the fucking machine. Yeah. Get on the plane and yep. chuck the, the, the sound emitter. Yep. yep. <laughs> and yep. he'll yep. chase the machine and you can fly away. You didn't yep. have to do that. It's insulting my intelligence. And I understand, <laughs> yes, I'm watching, I'm watching Godzilla fight King Ghidorah. And I, yep. one of my biggest gripes about the first one, besides the humans, was that they didn't let the yep. monsters have their, their, their time to fight. They yep. let them have their time to fight this time. It was, I was, I was, I was uh, very entertained and uh <laughs> i just want to say uh my last thing on this in the first one i was i was disappointed that that uh godzilla was getting his ass beat but he he redeemed himself by having that flash ko at the end of the uh, at the end of the movie he just yep. annihilated him and then i went on to the record to say king kong had the ko of the night of uh, of the monsterverse after he did his thing in his movie Mm. And again, this time around, we have a new champion. Godzilla <laughs> has reclaimed the title of KO of the Night. Woo! I, nice. I, I wrote this up. Ready? Again, spoilers. Yeah. Like Florida Man on bath salts, Gojira <laughs> fucking hulks up on Mothra dust, no-sells all of Ghidorah's offense, melts two of his faces, and rips off the other one taunts the heavens with Ghidorah's main head in his mouth like a fucking hand puppet and blows radiation out its mouth like a child blowing spit bubbles in their chalky milk. It was amazing. Yep. 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 Yeah, dude. Amazing. So, yes. Thumbs up for Godzilla King of Monsters. If you haven't watched it and you're still listening to me, Watch yeah. it, even though I just spoiled everything. Because honestly, you're not there for the story. Nope. You're not there for the story. Nope. You're there for the nope. action, and it yep. doesn't disappoint. Yep. A uh, couple things. Yeah, so now you're all caught up. Now you're ready for uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, coming, I coming am. To, coming to HBO Plus in uh, about a month. So get ready for that. Sorry, home box That's office. That's funny, because I, like, I was trying to think of how Godzilla was going to beat King Kong, or King Kong was going to beat Godzilla. And after yeah. I watched King Kong, I was like, okay, I can see him doing it now. I can yep. see him beating Godzilla. And then watching yep. this, <laughs> no, I'm back to Godzilla is a radiation breathing, uh, <laughs> nuclear bomb walking. Yeah. And Godzilla yeah. is a monkey, a monkey. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an amazing fight. One of the things, one of the, one of the um, quotes from the first Godzilla, or yeah, from the Godzilla 2014 Godzilla that I forgot to mention was uh, Ken Watanabe walking out and saying, let them fight. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great quote. And then, uh, uh, then um, what's his name from Silicon Valley? Who's that guy? Mm. The goofy guy. That would guy. be Thomas Middleditch. Yeah. Yeah. He, he yep. dropped the line this time around yep. because yep. it wasn't that. Uh, rip. Yeah. Rip. Yeah, rip Ken, Rip Ken, Rip what's the Nabi? Yeah, it wasn't the same coming from uh, from um, Silicon Valley guy. Yeah, Middle Ditch. Yeah, Middle Ditch. Yep. 
Um, yeah, stack cast in this movie, like you were saying, Kyle Chandler, Vera Farminga, Billy Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown, sorry, Ken Watanabe, <laughs> Z Ying Yang Zhang from a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Bradley Whitford, Sally Hawkins, Charles Dance, Mister uh, Mister what's his name from Game of Thrones, yep. Tywin Lannister. Which um, yep. I think this role for him was a little gimped, honestly. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. you would expect they probably paid money for him, and they really didn't use him that much. And his, he wasn't even that big of a bad guy. He was actually at the end of it was kind of like, we, this was your plan all along, and you just kind of find out he's like following. He's just he's the muscle behind it, and then that was it. And it was like, jeez. Yeah. So right. Charles Dance, Thomas Middleditch, Aisha Aisha Hines, uh, O'Shea Jackson. David Stratham, we saw him again, love him again, every time he pops up. Uh, we got Anthony Ramos from uh, Hamilton, uh, CCH Pounder, stacked, absolutely stacked cast in, in this monster movie. It's crazy. The, I'll say the Kong, go- yeah. Kong movie had a bigger cast, a better cast, but this one is a second, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. It's it's incredible. Uh, you know, half of the cost, or I would say three quarters of the cost of these movies must be just getting these people on board. <laughs> and then the other, the other like 20%, it's got to be the CGI. Yeah. Right, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 90% of the cost of these movies are is CGI in the cast. And then they're like, yeah, let's get a writer. Let's get, we have to get a writer? Oh, shit. So we do, got, we, like, do we need a writer? Because I was thinking <laughs> about it too. I'm like, yeah. the one thing I wish they would do is throw, uh, show me a monster fight in daylight. Everything, Every time it's got to be dark and lightning flash raining, and catching yeah. glimpses. Yeah, yeah raining. Yeah, yeah. And and it really doesn't work when you're you're watching on your your, yeah. your phone or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but even, even, on your, even on your TV, you're going to have to like bump up your contrast or something like that. Yeah. But- yeah, let them no, fight mine, during the day special. or something. But I realize they, they make them fight at night because yeah. it's easier yeah, on the CGI bu- budget. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. That's always how it is. So is that all you got this week before we get into our main topic of the week? Yeah. Yeah, all that's right. all I got. But all right. Well, before we get go, to our main topic of the week. We go long when Wanda's involved. Say that again? I said we usually go long when Wanda's involved. Yeah, we will be going long uh, right after the break. Let me go to the bathroom real quick. And then right after the break, we'll be back with our review of WandaVision Episode 8. Previously on, be right back. And we're back with our review of WandaVision Episode 8. Previously on... WandaVision Episode 8. In the penultimate episode of the season, Agatha forces Wanda to relive some of her hardest moments of her life, eventually revealing some crucial details about the superhero's origin story. So, Dion, what did you think of Episode 8 of WandaVision? So, was the aerospace engineer a scroll is what I have written down from my first note here. Uh, That was a a hypothesis that I heard this week and last week. Um, Could be. Could be. Uh, still haven't introduced that yet, but uh, still waiting. Still could be. What do you think about that? Still could be uh, a scroll. I, I don't think. Do you, she, do you want that? I want it bad. I need it bad. <laughs> I think Why do you need it bad? I don't understand. Because well, what's, what's the big deal about scrolls? 
I because they were part of Captain Marvel, which you still haven't seen. It was sure, main, the main it, but- thrust of that movie. And if 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 um, Monica is saying to this person, "Thank you for your service to me and my mother," the people that served yeah. her mother back in uh, Captain Marvel were the scrolls. Correct, but aren't uh, can you enlighten me on what scrolls are? As far as I know, they're just uh, shapeshifters. Yeah, they're shapeshifters. So, um, what do they saying- bring to the table? Shapeshifting, shape, 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 <laughs> shapeshifting. They sure, could be sure, sure. anybody. They I'm can, killing you with these S probably, words, man. Huh? I'm killing you with these S words. Uh, I know, right? They are um, at the end of Captain Marvel. The the stinger at the end of Captain Marvel showed that. Um, spoiler for that movie. Um, if you're going to watch, it, yeah, all all of it. Um, you find out that um, Fury was not Fury. The entire movie, Fury was a scroll. So. They cut to a ship in space being run by the scrolls, and the actual um, Captain, Captain Fury? What's his name? Uh, 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 Torture Fury? I don't know. Fury is on a ship run by the scrolls. So they are primarily the driving force behind um, aerospace engineering in the MCU right now. So if any, if you're, if they're going to go to somebody who was an aerospace engineer that was pivotal in the Captain Marvel storyline and Monica storyline and her mother storyline, it's kind of has to be a scroll. You have to have scrolls in there somewhere. I think. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So is our aerospace engineer question answered? No, they have, cause they haven't said it's a scroll. I, they need to say, oh, so I mean, if they come out next, next week and they're like, Oh yeah, we're scrolls. Yes. And you're like, yeah, yes, that, yes, that, they said the yes, thing. That. yes, that all of that. Okay. Yes, please. All right. <laughs> I would be disappointed, but, you would be what? It's tough when you when you gear yourself up to to imagine it being Reed Richards and you go and get a scroll. Well, I'm saying it's got to be something like like the the oh yeah the, yeah yeah something, aerospace sure. engineer Give me an answer. Either, yeah either it's a scroll or it's Captain or, or it's Reed Richards. It's got to be somebody okay. of importance. Like I said, like I've been saying this entire time, uh, aerospace engineers in in the MCU in Marvel in the Marvel canon. Uh, they have several that they could choose from. I, I really don't think. Maybe they are. I mean, they, they control us. They can say, <laughs> "This is the aerospace engineer," and eventually we'll get to that point where there's, there's a important aerospace engineer in the MCU. Um, they can yeah. sort of allude to that fact and not show it, but that would be kind of a, 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 a dick move, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> uh, they can do that, but um, I don't think they are. I think they are going to. I think they're going to reveal the fact that they that they are either a scroll. Or Reed Richards, or somebody, or uh, Doctor Doom, somebody in the in the mutant universe. So okay, so you are you just happy they're going to answer your, the question on what the aerospace engineer, yes. who it was, yes. not so much as who they are bringing in. Are you disappointed that it's going to be a scroll? Would you prefer somebody else? No, I mean my <laughs> my level of disappointment would be le- would be more so being a scroll. But it would be the mo. I would be the most disappointed, my and my day would be ruined if it was neither. Disappointment will be immeasurable. My yeah, that's that's what I, that's, right, that's what I was it. referencing. Yep, my disappointment is immeasurable, yep. and my day would be ruined. Yep. <laughs> I feel like it, it. It doesn't mean much to me anymore. I feel like that storyline kind of ended once she got her rover, and it's like, all right, well, if you're an if 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 you turn out to be a scroll now, 
Okay, whatever. Sure. All right, cool. Sure, sure, sure. Because you haven't seen Captain Marvel. You refuse. <laughs> Not with your I $20 when I watch that movie. I, <laughs> I can watch it on Disney Plus anytime I want. It is, <laughs> it is principal now. Hey, listen, she thinks she thinks she could have beat Thanos, all right? And let's let's face it. She thinks she's stronger than Scarlet Witch, so I so think she can wait until I'm done with WandaVision before I go ahead and watch some Captain Marvel. <laughs> so let's get into it a little bit. Uh, picking up where we left off last episode, WandaVision uses its penultimate episode to take Wanda deeper into the world of witchcraft. Like many of the series, very little episode titles this week's installment in its fittingly called Previously On. In it, Agatha and Wanda revisit some of the most crucial moments in Wanda's life before finally unveiling how the Westview anomaly came to be while rewriting a proper origin story for the Scarlet Witch in the process. But the episode also explains Agatha's story. Despite appearing young in WandaVision, it turned out she's old, really old, like she is in the comics. Uh, so that brings me to the first point. Did you think, did you even notice that uh, they de-aged Miss Catherine Hahn for this opening bit here? Uh... Yes, I did notice that. Okay. Did did you think they needed to do that? No. No, no right? I don't think they yeah. Did no, 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 no. Uh, so it's in the midst do of I the Do I carry sale. you the way? No. Huh? Do I carry you the way? No. Okay. <laughs> it's it's set in the midst of the Salem, Salem witch trial set in uh, 19 or 1693, uh, specifically on June 2nd, which which is the date that uh, Agnes mentioned was her and her husband's supposed anniversary date. So there's a tie in there. Uh, but, but instead of being captured by the horde of angry villagers, Agatha is being tried by a group of fellow witches who are attempting to bring her to justice after finding out that she'd been performing dark magic. However, Agatha's witchcraft overwhelms the entire coven. Coven? 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 As she seems to absorb their coven. energy to de-age all of them. Coven? Coven? Coven. Coven, yes. The Covenant. The Covenant. Coven. Coven, Coven, Coven. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, she turns them all into ghoulish corpses rather than like stars of the Irishman. Wow, that's a... One of them being her mother. Being what? Yes, exactly. One of them was her mother. Centuries later... Yes, yep. Agatha's quest for power continues as she tries to understand how Wanda was able to cast a spell strong enough to simultaneously take control of thousands of people and create an entire town of illusions. A display of magic on autopilot, as she calls it. Uh, as Agatha holds building Tommy Ransom, she takes Wanda on a sad trip through some of the most important moments of Wanda's life as she attempts to solve the mystery of how the Scarlet Witch came to be. So, uh, some quotes here from that from that opening part there, uh, where she says she's making uh, uh, Agatha is making fun of her accent. I love that part where uh, Wanda's like, "What is my children?" and she's and Agatha's like, what are my children? What's up with that accent? SpongeBob. SpongeBob font. Where are my children? (laughs) Where are my children? (laughs) SpongeBob (laughs) meme when he's like parroting like a bird. Yeah, yeah. Capital letter, lowercase, capital letter, lowercase. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have that. I have that here if you want to follow along. You can see that at the bottom there. No, I know Uh, you do. Yeah. Oh, you know. Okay. Uh, but the, our listener didn't know you had it there. That's how I. That's how I described oh, it. Oh, so you're, okay. You're you're painting them a See, word picture. Yeah, gotcha, I'm engaging gotcha. the listener. <laughs> a literal word picture. Yeah. So the first memory that Wanda and Agatha revisit is from Wanda's childhood, the last time she and her brother saw her parents alive. So a couple of uh, trivia, a couple of um, Easter eggs in this scene. Um, you have her mother covering her her eyes like she does at the in the first episode of WandaVision. If you remember back to that to that scene. 
Yes. The Zakovian. Yes, they're covering when they, they, yeah. they greet people. Yep. When yep, she yep. thought uh, that person was vision. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Covering yes. her vision. Aha. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Uh, haha. Um, so the kids are played by two different actors than were uh, first depicted in Wanda's uh, member uh, memory from the uh, trick or treat episode, right? Yes. So this is a allusion to the fact that Wanda made a fake memory of the first Halloween of her of her first Halloween in Sokovia. Uh, Which is something she called into question in that episode too. She's like, I don't remember it the way you remember it, or something like that. Yeah, she did say that. Yep. Yeah. Um, so as Agatha quips, the Maximoff residence has a Cold War aesthetic with echoes of gunfire coming in from the streets of war-torn Sokovia. For the first time, we glimpse Wanda's parents, Irin, Irana, and Oleg, as well as young Wanda, who is happy and innocent before the first of many's tragedy strike. The scene is a callback to the Maximoff's twin backstory where Petro explains to Ultron in the Avengers, of, in the Avengers Age of Ultron, quote, we were 10 years old, having dinner, the four of us, when the first shell hits two floors below and made a hole in the floor. It's big. Our parents go in, and the whole building starts coming coming apart. I grab her, roll under the bed, and the second shell hits. But it doesn't go off. It just sits there in the rubble, three feet from our faces. And on the side of the shell is painted, painted one word, Stark. So another uh, allusion to the fact that Mr. Tony Stark uh, sold uh, you know weapons to uh, terrorists. Well, for many, many Beeping years. Beeping red light for was, decades. Uh, attached to the toaster. Huh? In that commercial. The beeping red light of the bomb was connected to the toaster in that commercial. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it was the same. It was the same beeping thing. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, now, can I yeah. ask you a question? Were, yeah. were the parents the same ones in the commercials? No, no. D- Did you? D- yeah. yeah, so it's probably another another uh, Easter egg to the fact or allusion to the fact that uh, Wanda is, you know, misremembering her parents, how they look like. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. As Pietro t- retells their tragic call to action, Wanda re- interjects with one word for the punchline Stark. I just said that. The, the twins add that the fact, the twins add that they were trapped under the bed for two days waiting to be rescued or for Tony Stark's missile to explode and kill them, but it never did. So, uh, that is, what's her name? Monica or, uh, What's her name? Agnes says that it was probably because it didn't go off because of a uh, a hex that uh, Wanda put on the probability hex. Probability hex. Thank you. Yeah, that Wanda put on there by accident. She didn't know she was a witch. So that is that's an interesting thing because they could be saying um, they could be saying in this universe that Wanda is is either a mutant or she is like the Phoenix. She's the she's a prophesized Scarlet Witch, which Spoiler alert! They do yes, name name check at the end of the at the at the end of the episode. But it's what do you think? Are they going to say that she's a mutant, or are they retconning it and saying that she is a prophesized, um, you know, phoenix type character? It seems like they're going to say that she's a phoenix type character because of the image that she saw in the uh, the mind stone later on. Yeah, it seems like she, I feel like she's looking at a future version of herself. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing to say that she couldn't be both, right? I suppose not. Yeah. Yeah. I do like, uh, I I had some Dragon Ball Z comparisons, and (laughs) and, and this one was actually pretty funny, where uh, the Scarlet Witch is is basically the the Super Saiyan of of, uh, DBZ world, 
and it's funny because she was coming down in this yellow light in Super Saiyans. Or they they got the yellow, the, the golden yep. aura around them. So, yep. and, and they used the the words like, oh, wow, Scarlet mm. Witch. Like, I thought that was just a myth, you know? And like Super <laughs> Saiyan was like, yep. Super Saiyan's just a legend, Kakarot. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> That's what was popping in my head when I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Rather than sitting around a dinner table, the Maximoff family is huddled around a television set watching an episode of Dick, Dan- Dick Van Dyke. It turns out that watching old American sitcoms was a Maximoff tradition, a fun way to learn English. Wanda has a seemingly ens- en- uh, encyclopedic knowledge of Dick Van Dyke, but her-, but her father's collection goes way deeper than that. Suddenly, it's clear where Wanda is getting her source material for her own sitcom recreations. As Wanda, Pietro, and her you parents... See that meme? Huh? So- sorry to interrupt. Did you yeah. see that meme where... Uh- you know how Quicksilver gives his dad crap when he who walks in and he's he's, he's talking uh, Slovakian or whatever. Yeah, and uh, he's just like, I thought we agreed uh, only English on these nights, and he's like, Oh yeah, you're right. But there was like a meme where it had uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson was like, English motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, let's see. As Wanda, Pietro, and her parents watch the show with glee, the first shell hits, and this. Get the fuck out of me! <laughs> I was watching it at work. Uh, I got my. I had to crank it up for my uh, my headphones because it's loud as fuck over there. And it scared the I love it. fuck I, out I, of me. You said you didn't even notice. I blinked. <laughs> yeah, I blinked and I missed it. I, it was like one second they were watching it. I must have blinked, and then next thing I know, they're under a pile of rubble. I was like, "What happened?" And I was like, "I figured out what happened real yeah, quick." But it's yeah. kind of like, huh? I thought it, I thought she might have like had some kind of like mental lapse or something, like a little blackout, and then just like that. Yeah, but. And then everyone's like, uh, Aaron even texted me later. He was just like, uh, explosion effects, uh, jump scare. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it got me. It got me. I blinked and missed it. It was great. Yes. I hate jump scares. So cool. (laughs) Just as they explained that to a genocidal robot Ultron, Wanda and Pietro crawl under the badges before the second shell hits. But the bomb didn't go off out of sheer dumb luck. As Agatha, as Agatha explains, young witch Wanda probably used used a probability hex to render it defective. Quote, so what I see here is a baby witch obsessed with sitcoms and years of therapy ahead of her. Yes, absolutely. But she says, she goes on to explain to say that that doesn't explain your recent hijinks. Up until now, Wanda's powers have been Can stated. Can I interrupt for as, a second? Huh? Can I interrupt for a second? Yeah. When you talk about Wanda being mutant, um, does Quicksilver have his powers? That's I know a, that in Ultron he commented, but so like I'm, why? Uh, I'm thinking maybe she, right maybe Wanda gave Pietro some powers. Like they were saying in that uh, in that Easter egg YouTube video I sent you, like it's possible that Wanda gave Pietro um, powers to escape quickly, to to run, to be able to run quickly, to you know escape danger, to to, to keep him protected. That's a possibility. Because uh, I feel like that would answer the question in, yeah. in a way. Is she is she a special being? Uh, being able to give somebody a power yeah. would indicate that you are a special being. Yeah. If uh, her brother had powers already and he used the super speed to get to that point, then I would say that they were both mutants. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. It, but because she because, might have given him the power, she might be, be she might be the special being, and now he's a mutant because of it or something. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see going forward what how they do it because they have, you know, the MCU and Marvel Studios has the ability to say the word mutant, <laughs> say the word the X yeah, gene or whatever. It. So it's they could do whatever they want now. It could either, like I said, it could be both that she's a that she's a nexus uh, being, she's a mutant, or she's the philosophy or yeah, uh, 
the Scarlet Witch. She could be any of those things, or all of them. Uh, so Agatha, largely impressed by the revelation of Wanda's natural-born abilities, Agatha keeps the show moving along. Next up, Wanda heads to Hydra, the Hydra facility in Sokovia, where we first properly meet Wanda and Pietro in Age of Ultron. Was alleged to be the place where the siblings acquired their superpowers after Bar- Baron von Strucker exposed them to the energy from Loki's scepter. Yet, as WandaVision now re-explains, it turns out that the scepter only enhanced Wanda's existing powers. Agatha and Wanda watch as past Wanda enters a room that contains the scepter. Over the intercom, the Hydra agents direct her to touch the scepter. But before she can approach it, the Mind Stone frees itself and approaches her. As Wanda reaches out to touch it, the Mind Stone bursts out of its outer blue shell and, surrounded by the stones emanating orange light, Wanda sees the Scarlet Witch emerge before her. That is one of the coolest images I've seen in the show so far. Very cool uh, image of the Scarlet Witch bathed in yellow light. You see people doing like the enhance thing? They're like enhancing, enhancing, and then they're showing like the armor she's wearing, and it's like, that's definitely Wanda in there. I'm convinced, but it could be a Photoshop. Who the hell knows at this point? (laughs) Yeah, what is real? Uh, Wanda collapses to the ground, but unlike previous subjects who came into contact with the metal gem, she survives. The scientists return her to isolation, where Wanda can later be seen eerily sitting in her cell in silence using her mind to project an episode of The Brady Bunch onto a TV screen, or at least it seems like she's projecting the show with her mind. If not, Hydra really has to reconsider how it accommodates their test subjects. So I guess I didn't catch that. I thought maybe they were actually showing her that from like a, a CCD, CCTV, uh, some sort of feed where they had that playing. They're, yeah. I didn't when catch she that. was in her cell? Yeah, when she was in her cell, they're saying she, she um, materialized that. She, she used her mind to project an episode. The, the, it says she used her mind to project an episode of the Brady Budge onto the TV okay. screen. So interesting. Yeah. Did it, was the um? Remember when they were they were they were filming her while she was in the Hydra uh, room and they were blasting her with the the stone power. Yeah. And then they went back to watch it and like it was spliced out. Yeah. Like it, one second she was standing there and the next second she's on the ground. Yeah. They're like, I don't understand what happened. We don't see what happened. Yeah. But is that like a a callback to when she was like doctoring her own? Uh, Yes. Uh, yes. Previously on WandaVision. Yeah. Yes. Like yes. That yes. kind of thing. Like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the YouTube video with all the Easter eggs uh, said that it was not just an allusion to that, but also talking about how in Age of Ultron they showed a clip from that where she knocks uh, Captain America down some stairs and then reverses herself out of the door, like she wasn't even there. So that's been her power. That's been part of her power set the entire time of being able to sort of cut and paste and and reverse time and reverse uh, events as she sees will. Rewrite reality. Rewrite reality. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so moving on, uh, Agatha at the point at, at this point says, "Quote: Little orphan Wanda got up and close, got up close and personal with an Infinity Stone that amplified what other otherwise would have died in the vine." Uh, moving on. Following Pietro's death in Age of Ultron, Wanda travels to her new home in the Avengers compound in America. Now, with Ag- with Agatha still getting the tour, present-day Wanda finds her past self deep in depression, yet also learning how to love again, all while Brian Cranston acts a fool and Malcolm in the middle in the background. Wanda is sitting alone in her room watching TV when Vision enters through the wall to try and console her. Given Wanda's initially cold response to Vision, as well as the robot's still nascent understanding of human interaction, it's clear that the scene takes place in very early stages of their relationship. When Wanda realizes that Vision is only trying to help, she opens up and explains how she feels like she's drowning in her grief as she mourns her brother, though he may not know much 
about sitcoms, visions, strings together, all the right words in response. It can't all be sorrow, can it? Uh, <clears throat> so he says, I've been alone, blah, blah, blah. And one of the best lines of the show so far is he says, but what is grief if not love persevering? So that's a pretty great line. Uh, I thought you were going to say, it's funny because that man suffered grievous injuries. Oh, yes, that too. <laughs> that was very good, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that. That was my favorite line out of there. That was a good line. I like that line. Uh, let's see. The last bit is a hell of a line, a genuinely touching moment from the ever-noble synthesoid as Vision and Cranston is able to bring a smile to Wanda's face again, but it doesn't seem to do much for Agatha. So to recap, Agatha says with a sigh, parents dead, brother dead, Vision dead. What happened when he wasn't there to pull you back from the darkness, Wanda? So it seems like Agatha this entire time has been poking. Is being antagonistic as fuck. As fuck. And so so has uh, Hayward, as we'll see later on in the episode. So it's like these two people, Hayward and <laughs> Agatha, are trying to do two, the, the same thing, but from different, different sides, different perspectives, right? Meh. Yeah? Really? Meh. Because wasn't Hayward trying to provoke, trying to provoke uh, Wanda as well? I think people see him as a bad guy already, so it's easy to think that he's provoking. Um, I think when he brought her in, like it was, I I, I see the provoking argument. I do actually. I'm kind of leaning towards it, but at the same time, he 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 sat her down in the office and was like, "Hey, listen, I understand your your situation, but I can't let you walk out of here with billions of dollars of vibranium." There's tr- like my head is on the line here. There's, you know, I understand. I, it, <clears throat> There's trillions of dollars of vibranium in Wakanda, which has already opened its doors to the world five years ago. So we could have just- Not for the vibranium, though. Huh? Not not to take the vibranium. And the thing is, is that the vibranium is in the United States, not Wakanda. And there's but, no way that the government is going to be like, go ahead, like, just go ahead and take vision. Like, I suppose. That, that's just not happening. Sure. His job was to keep vision. So sure. that's, he's kind of stuck in a rock and a hard place. And while he, he, he clearly does have another motive going, which I, I'll get into later- I don't think he was being like outright antagonistic. I think maybe he was egging her on to give her him, give him the juice he needed to complete yeah. his goal. Yeah. But we'll talk more about that later. Okay. <laughs> Agatha and Wanda arrive at school <laughs> headquarters to watch for the past Wanda, hopes to reclaim Vision's corpse following the death at the hands of Thanos. And though Director Hayward has previously shown clips of Wanda storming sword headquarters to steal Vision's body, in the fifth episode, the whole event plays out differently than how Hayward had framed it. So there you go with Hayward. <laughs> That's pretty damning. That's pretty damning. Uh, that's pretty damning. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Hayward said that Wanda broke in and took the body. He didn't say eh, she took in. She came in and she she uh, destroyed government property, which she did. He could have just said that, right? Well, she did break the window. Broke she the did window. Break that window. So he, she she destroyed government property. He could have said that and left she it might there. Have busted but no, that lock on the he door. lied. He lied to everybody and said that Wanda broke in and took the body. That's fucked up. That's uh, propaganda, baby. That's propaganda, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after Wanda briefly held up in the lobby, Hayward agrees to hear her out as she makes her case for Vision's body so she can probably bury him. Properly bury him. Unsurprisingly, Hayward sees Vision as a multi-billion dollar piece of property, a powerful sentient weapon, and refuses. And then, like an absolute dick, and this is not me talking, this this is people, people have said this. On the, on the, the, this is the article. Yeah, from, people are going to say that, I know. <laughs> the Ringer, this is an article I've from seen the, the things Ringer.com. You've seen. 
Uh, and then, like an absolute dick, he proudly shows Wanda how his team is dismantling Vision's body, stripping him for parts like an old car. Using proudly is misleading. <laughs> using enough force to raise some eyebrows and some guns, Wanda takes a shortcut into the lab to get a closer look at her lover's desecrated corpse. When she can't feel any trace of Vision anymore, ugh. In his lifeless body, she simply leaves empty-handed, returning to her <laughs> car in peace. What she says I as she touches his head, she says, I can't feel you, which is a callback to the phrase that she says when she f- touches his head at the beginning of, of Infinity War when they're hiding out in Edinburgh and they're just they're having a, sharing a very intimate moment. She says, I can feel you when she touches his head and his Infinity Stone. Very, very moving. Um, also, and- a- another moment where she's... At, when Vision asked her to destroy the Mind Stone, yes, and she, and he and he was like, she's like, I'll hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. And he's like, you can't hurt me. I just feel you. Yes, 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 exactly. So moving on, uh, Wanda's memory doesn't end there. She drives all the way to Westview, New Jersey, passing some familiar faces such as Herb, Phil, and Mrs. Hart, who are carrying out the regular lives and what would in what is a noticeably rundown community. So. Uh, why is it run down? You know, it could be just a r- normal rundown community in America, but you have to remember this is five years after the snap, so there could, this could be people that are you know taken that have come back from being snapped. Could be people that have lived, lived their entire life. Who knows? Uh, she eventually pulls up to an empty plot of land and pulls out a property deed granted to Max uh, Wanda Maximoff and Vision. Um, so just that talking about that real quick. Could is it from Vision and did Vision a give her a deed to property that was um, coincidentally near a witch's lab, or did uh, did uh, did Hayward give her the deed to a property there in New Jersey just because of it, or did um, did Vision actually give her that property and there was no hijinks in the background um, and uh, Agnes came there when she saw what Wanda's doing did Agnes come there and build the dungeon after the hex was created what do you think huh you actually just made me think about something because uh I wrote down and this was something I didn't see talked about you remember in the first episode when they were trying to figure out what the the heart on the calendar was yeah and we kept thinking it was the day vision died or something yeah but on that deed the heart there was a heart on it yep and it said a place to grow old in yep and 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 you think about that episode where neither of them knew what that heart was. Yeah. So, I mean, you could attribute that to Vision kind of just being born again inside this Wanda-created hex. Yeah. Or it could just be a straight-up possibility that Vision has no idea what she's talking about, meaning he didn't give – or that note wasn't – he didn't have the deed, basically. Yeah. So it could have been – Somebody else dropping off that deed into the car, yeah. but you would imagine she would she would have reacted a little differently. Like, oh, there's a letter on here. Yeah, like, like who's who's just gonna drop off the deed to the house? Well, it could. Like, oh, oh, this it could be somebody pretending to be Vision, right? Well, That's, no, I mean she still thinks that. Well, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I, yeah, but anyways, the point was it, it was. It, um, 
now that I've seen that heart on that deed, yeah, that's the heart from the 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 first episode. I don't know if anyone caught that or yeah. I hadn't seen anyone say anything about it. Well, she probably put that there. At least in my head, she, that's she what knew it is. like vision, the vision that she created. So, spoiler alert for the rest of this episode: <laughs> the the vision that she created out of herself is a new vision. Like I don't think he has any memories pre yeah pre this event pre her creating him. He has no memories, yeah. so that's why he didn't remember the date. What the date? Uh, okay. Yeah, emphasized. Yeah. That's okay, yeah. Yep. That makes sense. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, why wouldn't she already have that deed? So, that's either saying there's a representative of Vision walking around being like, oh, yeah, uh, this is Wanda's car. Um, you might want this. Well. Uh, did, did, is is the, uh, the impression that they dropped it off in the car? Or no, I think it was is, she given it? I think she had it. Like, Vision, five years ago, oh. bought the land for her before he died in Infinity War. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it was Vision. Yeah, yeah. Vision bought that. Pre, that yeah, seems like a Vision. The, fir- the first Vision. <laughs> There's so many okay. Visions right now. We have, right. I, yeah, we have the original <laughs> Vision from Age of Ultron. We have the second Vision that that Wanda created, and then we'll talk about it. The the new Vision that is at the end at is at the end of the episode. So, can we talk about how Wanda created a new Vision and she just materialized vibranium out of nowhere? Well, is it vibranium or is it? Not vibranium, right? <laughs> it, it is vibranium, though, because what's his face? Uh, uh, Hayward. He's tracking that vision because of the vibranium. No, he's tracking that vision because she wants to know how he made her. He wants to know how she. He wants to know how she brought him back. Well, to how life. would he? Had, I don't what think would be the tracker though. I don't think. Well, he's just tracking because they they can see. How into, do you get that tracker on Vision? They can see all of the people in there. Um, I don't know if they ever said it was, they were tracking uh, heat. They weren't. They, they didn't say they were tracking you know biological creatures, right? They just said they were tracking vision. I thought the the signature the vision was giving off was a vibranium signature. I don't think like they that. said that's, that. That's no. the understanding that I had. No, no, no. Oh, interesting. Um, but anyways, uh, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Where was I? In a matter of seconds. So walking into the. Let me back up a little bit. She eventually pulls up, uh, Wanda pulls up to an empty plot of land and pulls out a property deed granted to Wanda Maximoff and Vision. Walking right into the center where her house would have stood, Wanda falls to her knees and unleashes grief and her powers in full. In a matter of seconds, Wanda builds her home, sends Westview back to the 1950s, recreates Vision from scratch, and brings us back to where Wanda Vision all started. So, when I was watching this, I was a little disappointed that, you know, all of these theories about who helped her do this, you know, was it Mephisto? Was it, um, was it Agatha? Was it somebody else helping her do all this? And then suddenly it's just like, oh, just happened. <laughs> I was a little disappointed that it was just sort of like, it happened. She made it happen. It came out of her just sort of, you know, and it was there. So I don't know. Did you feel disappointed yeah, that, that it was which just- is actually- huh? I don't know. I actually, I didn't feel uh, disappointed. And it's going to sound weird, but I feel a little vindicated that it was just her. Just her. Because, uh, yeah, I, I, I do have an exercise that I want you to do, and that, that kind of ties into it a little bit. After, <laughs> okay. if, if you're done talking yeah. about whatever you're talking about. We're about, yeah, we're about ending here. Uh, so finally satisfied, Agatha ends the tour of Wanda's most personal memories with a classic slow clap. She vanishes into a cloud of her trademark purple smoke, reappearing out into the street, rocking some spooky new clothes with the twins in in captivity. I like the uh, I like the clothes. I love the makeup. Captivity, that's a nice way to say it. Huh? Captivity, that's a, that's a nice way to say it. <laughs> yes. I love the makeup on Agatha here, on Catherine Hahn. If it wasn't, if I didn't know it was Catherine Hahn here, I wouldn't have known based on the uh, the makeup here. Very, very well done. I thought so. 
Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, it definitely made her seem a, a little bit more uh, sinister. Yeah. Uh, older. Yes, yep. So she said- Shorter age a bit. Agatha says out in the street holding the twins, she says, quote, you have no idea how dangerous you are. You're supposed to be a myth, a being capable of spontaneous creation, and yet here you are, using it to make breakfast for dinner. This is chaos magic, Wanda, and that makes you the Scarlet Witch. Bum, bum, bum. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> she said the food. She said the food. It's happening. It's all happening. Yeah. Will Wanda become a super saiyan? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that uh, looking back on the, uh, was it episode five or six? One of them where Hayward is talking to Monica and Hayward says, so Wanda doesn't have a nickname? Really? No, no secret code name. Nothing. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you realize that they've never said Scarlet Witch in the entirety of yeah. any Marvel movie or anything like that. Right. I wonder I wonder if Scarlet <laughs> that Witch was the first was, time she was named that. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if the name Scarlet Witch was property like a property of the of uh, Fox or was it was Scarlet Witch the name tied to the mutant, her mutant uh the mutant part of her? I don't know. Right, they got. They just called her Wanda for so long because they couldn't call her Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. After seeing Wanda's life story unfold, Agatha concludes that Wanda is a powerful witch of mythical proportions, even if she doesn't show it. All season long, Ethica had remained under the shadowy and sassy guise of Agnes, studying Wanda's actions while carefully manipulating her all along the way. In the eighth episode, we learn that her motive was to understand how Wanda could unleash such powerful magic so that she, she too could wield it. But in the end, she finds out that Wanda's abilities are only stuff of legend, and being ancient herself, Agatha, Agatha should know. After fully realizing her true roots and watching her children dangled before her, it may be time for the Scarlet Witch to properly introduce herself to Westview. Uh, hidden. Here we go. Hidden within another sneaky mid credit scene was the moment worthy of being an episode-ending cliffhanger itself as S.W.O.R.D. finally launches, launches its secretive Project Cataract, using energy from Wanda's Westview Hex as a source of power, which was the uh, the drone that was brought in that, that launched the missile at her, right? Yeah. Director Hayward finishes off the plan he had all along, bringing Vision back to life. Though it appears that he success successfully brought his sentient weapon back online, however, the vision that awakens is by no means the same synthesoid that was worthy of lifting Thor's hammer. The all-white version of, of Vision has ties to the comic books, most notably in his Vision Quest story arc from the West Coast Avengers in the 1980s. Like in WandaVision, the White Vision is created after his original body is destroyed, dismantled, and pieced back together. But just as his new synthesoid skin is devoid of all color, the resurrected Vision has lost all traces of humanity. So, that is the next reveal, the biggest one of the biggest reveals of, the, of this episode, that Hayward, that Hayward's plan all along was to use the body of Vision that he said to everyone, again, needs to be reemphasized and reiterated, that Hayward is a lying piece of shit, manipulated piece of garbage. Whew. That uh, This guy. Yeah. He, he used the body of Vision to reanimate that a new Vision. So, so far, like I was going to say, we have the original Vision created by Tony Stark and um, Tony Stark and the Mind Stone, and Thor, all he has many many daddies. The original original vision did. So we have we have that vision 
We have uh, this new vision that, that came out of Wanda. And a third vision, the white vision, that is completely uh, mechanical. Probably isn't going to have any sort of uh, human emotions whatsoever. So the final battle looks like it's going to be between uh, Agatha, Wanda, with Vision, with her new Vision, and this new white Vision created by Hayward. So there you go. Uh, that's interesting. You can talk for a while because my voice is shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm not. I'm not done having you talk yet. Yeah. So it sounds like to me that you, you, I'm, 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 I'm you think uh, Wanda and Agatha are going to team up. Yeah, in the comics, That's what you just they, said? They mentioned this a few times. In the comics, <clears throat> Agatha is is uh, Wanda's uh, mentor. She she uh, teaches her how to use magic. So that's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, so you you probably do you view her as a villain? They're making her out to be um, right now. That's what that's, that seems like what it's going to be. I think uh, the fact that they have a common enemy in Hayward, I think they will team up to. Uh, to fight him, and it, it, it will most likely conclude with uh, either Agatha taking off, going somewhere else, going on a new adventure. She could be the bad guy. She could be the uh, the villain in Multiverse of Madness. Um, could be could could still be Wanda at the end. I don't know, but yeah, uh, if they go by the comics lore, Agatha will end up being uh, Wanda's mentor. <clears throat> <laughs> Can you rate the villains for me? Rate the villains in who, who, the MCU? Yeah, rate them. Rate. No, 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 no. Just in this show. Oh. Who, who do you view as a villain? The most villain is Hayward, obviously. I have it. I have it written down because he, he's he's a he's a narcissist and he thinks he knows better. I have it written down. Uh, Hayward is just the latest. That makes you a villain. He's the latest in the line of MCU military guys, machoistic MCU military guys. We have Thunderbolt Ross, like. Going off on a tangent here, real quick. Why was Thunderbolt Ross at the funeral in Endgame? He was the he he was the bad guy throughout <laughs> the entire series. Really, you know, he was he was the enemy up until uh, Infinity War, telling uh, Captain America, "Hey, asshole, you, you need to turn yourself in." So fuck that guy. Uh, we got Tim Roth as Emil Blonsky, the the Abomination, in the original Hulk uh, film, and Brock Rumlow. Just these these cocky. Piece of shit human military dudes that think they want control. Piece of shit, you use that can, again. They think they can wrangle these uber powerful, um, you know, wrangle. demigods in this world. It's just, yeah, he's he's the he's not the first one. He's not going to be the last one, but he's he's the latest in a long line of egotistical, machoistic military assholes in the MCU. So yeah, he's the main villain of the show, in my opinion. Okay, all right, but I mean, check it out, Agatha. Uh, murdered a dog. It was fake. It's a fake dog. Made a um, dog. It's not real. Well, I mean, okay, so that that makes it better. What is? What if Hayward, you know, drew a cartoon of a dog being murdered? <laughs> That's fine. <It's, laughs> what would you do? Literally the same thing. you'd be like, literally the same thing. Like you she, would not, you she would be like, no, a, he drew a picture of a dog being murdered, and that was terrible. This is He's an asshole. This is they're gonna they're gonna probably have to show that. Um, Wanda's kids are not real either, so there's that. Um, there's a lot of things. Okay, so so her having Wanda, Wanda's kids on leashes wrapped around their neck. Yeah. Uh, 
not real. But they're not real, so that's okay. Yeah, so it's, it's they're CGI. <laughs> but the effect that uh, the, the effect that it's having on Wanda is real. Yes, it is very much real. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And and while you you sit there and you say that Hayward manipulates Wanda, yeah. I, I dare say that Agatha has been manipulating Wanda this whole time. Yeah, she's trying to snap her out of her her. She, her fever dream. She's trying to bring her out of this uh, fog, this veil that she's put over everybody's eyes, and she can she can do that. She understands her. She uh, Agatha is also a cast out. She's also been pegged as a dangerous, um, crazy, uh, hysterical woman back in her day, and so she she finds a kindred. She's found a kindred spirit in Wanda. If anybody's in help, Wanda. Or mentor her, or bring her, bring her out of her depressive um, state that she's in. Her, her, yeah, the crazy state that she's in. It's going to be Agatha. Agatha. It's not going to be Hayward by by trying to murder her in front of her children and telling everyone that she stole Vision's body. You're not going to help her by doing any of those things. So yes, Hayward but, is much more of a villain than Agatha. I, I, that's tough to say because at that point. He was acting. I actually include Wanda in my list of villains because, like you said, you were disappointed to find out that nobody assisted her with this hex. Right. That means she drove to this city and she had her eruption where she took control of all of these people. She created this world specifically so she could have vision back. Yeah, she and so that means essentially she took an entire town hostage, right? And that's what it's saying right now is that she took it hostage, all on her onesies. There was no help from <laughs> Agatha or anything sure. like that. It wasn't there? Wasn't so help? That makes her a villain as well. No. Okay. Well, first of all, having an explosion, having uncontrollable explosions out in public—that's something I know a lot about. So I have a lot of empathy for her uh, in this <laughs> controlled explosion. Yeah. She didn't shit her pants. <laughs> <laughs> she mentally shit her pants. She mentally shit her pants. Um, so yes, it was an uncontrollable explosion that happened of rage and grief and depression and all of this stuff. And Hayward is not the person that's going to help her do that. He, he's clearly shown himself. He's shown his true colors. He and he's going to. He's continuing to manipulate her through force, like might is right, and all of this bullshit, machoistic, militaristic, uh, um, you know. Things that he's he's shown in his, in this show, he's just rudely he, he's strongly manipulating her, like showing her the corpse of her dead husband. That's fucked up. He was trying to get her to explode and to and he, to. He was explaining to her. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. had a point. That, that's not her property. <laughs> Come on, it's rude. And, it's tough. I mean, he's not a human, unfortunately. And by the uh, would Tony just want that buried as well? You know, like it's 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 interesting. I mean, he he provides a compelling argument. I didn't think he was really being antagonistic right there. Wow. But wow. I mean, if if Manip you want to use that as manipulation, yeah, then manipulation. I feel yes, like yes. Agatha's Agatha's equally manipulative. Agatha is it's just trying to. Um, guide her and contain her and she was in she knows what's we don't going know on that yet she she saw her, what was going on like she, like she said like ethica said in this episode she's like all of these all of these costumes all of these this world all of the stuff you've built i'm trying to get to see the real you and to try to understand you and to try to see where you're coming from and what caused this and what 
you know, what made you the way you are. She, she took, she spent all this time bullshitting the, you know, uh, yeah, following her along in this ride, in this, um, in this amusement or this, uh, all of this stuff that she was creating. She was patiently trying to coax the real her out of her. She wasn't shooting missiles at her in front of her children. You know what I'm saying? Like, how could you yeah, compare she just those, has her kids those two on the things? Other leashes wrapped around their neck. <laughs> they're not real, yeah. my friends. See, they're not real. Oh, okay. So if they're not real, then it doesn't matter if Haywood shot a missile at him and destroyed her imaginary kids. <laughs> okay. All right. You see what I'm saying? Yes, 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 yes. Also, also, Agatha, she you're forgetting that she was killed by her peers for pursuing bad knowledge and not like she 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 disobeyed the 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 coven. Right. So that's why they had to do what they did. All right. So, I mean, I feel like she's not particularly there to be Wanda's friend. I feel like she's there because she envies the power. And and I want you to think back about that commercial with the shark and how we thought this was pertaining to the hex. Yeah. And anyone outside or without the hex is going to die. Maybe Agatha's the shark. Yes. And she wants your magic. Your magic. Yes. Yes, it could be. Because she ate the magic of all the the other witches around her. She did, yes. And she was technically on an island. Yeah. They were surrounding her. And there was a tree behind her, and that was the post behind her. She could be the shark. She very well could be. Um, do you have anything else uh, you want to go over? Because I'm going to have to go to the bathroom again. But do you want to have anything else? I know, I know. <laughs> well, I, Small, yeah, yeah, I, Mr. I, I, Small Bladder over here. I got here. some. Okay, all right. You got some yeah, stuff? I got some. All right, I'll, 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 right. I'll yep. speed, I'll I'll speed right. round it. I'll speed uh, round it. Yeah. All right. So now Brian Cranston and Dick Van Dyke, hey, they're officially part of the MCU. Everybody rejoice. That'd be pretty cool if uh, Brian Cranston actually had a role in it. He could be a Mephisto if Mephisto actually even exists anymore. I like the uh, the fake Pietro, the Fox Pietro. She called him Fatro. Little meta there. Very antagonistic when she was uh, addressing that her real brother's full of holes and on a different continent. Oh, I just said I said a few things oh, already okay. for the for the viewers. The viewers, yes, yeah. For you. <laughs> did uh, did Bettany troll everybody <laughs> saying that it was somebody he never worked with? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. So it appears the cameo that was going to be somebody he's never worked with and he really wanted to work with was himself. Yep, quite possibly. Yep, 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 yep. Um, another another DBC thought that I had. Uh, we're talking about white vision, devoid of color. You had the other vision with the yellow. Is this Vision's opportunity to get out of the hex? Could we see a fusion? Fusion? <laughs> ha! Yep, yep, yep. yep. The Dragon Ball Z thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Mind Stone uh-huh. seemed attracted to Wanda. It is attracted obviously, to her, yep. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Yes, it is attracted. Was Vision attracted to her because he had the Mind Stone? Yep, could be. That's a very good point. I wonder if she thinks about that and was just like, you just love me because the stone tells you to love me. Very, very well could be, yep. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's all I got. I, I, I got this one thing that I'm going to say one more time in defense of Hayward right here, all right? <laughs> yeah. You you read something that somebody wrote. I'm going to read you something that somebody wrote. Right. And actually, I saw that the audience was a little split, Ready? To play devil's advocate, as a mortal being, I can side with him. I understand Wanda's need for closure, but his resistance on letting her bury some of the most rare and potentially dangerous material on Earth, and a ton of it, has to be addressed. On top of that, just the all-around tech Vision has, 
with Tony and basically half of the, uh, the soups being gone, they're at a disadvantage and need to start fending for themselves. Oh, yeah. So he's desperate. Yeah. And on top of that, Wanda has somehow taken an entire town hostage while also creating an entirely new vision, also made of the dangerous material, which I don't think you agreed with, so that might be lost <laughs> on you. I actually think it is real vibranium, but I don't know about the stole, soul stone. I don't think she created a whole soul stone or a uh, mind stone. I'm sorry. Um, but anyways, dangerous material. And he's wondering what the fuck is going on and how does she just do that? We know fake vision is actual vibranium because Haywood's tracking the decay signal of vision inside Westview. So yeah, he's a huge fucking dick. I agree. <laughs> Especially to the sword squad because he kicked him out for being, uh, I don't know, just, but, but also you have to consider he's a terrified dick. He's a dick that basically has PTSD <laughs> of an entire world being snapped out of existence. So you got to excuse him when he's taking a shot on Wanda and her imaginary kids. <laughs> yeah, I know. If he thinks he can okay. end it right there. Yeah. You know? So that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. I'm still confused to who the bad guy is. We'll see. We, we'll we, see we, what, uh, what, what, what goals White Vision has. Yes, exactly. A couple more things and we'll end it there. Um, let me see. There's one thing I wrote down. Uh, yes, uh, Agatha's quote in this: "I have a feeling, but I I have a feeling, but I need more. Or, I have a I have a theory, but I need more. Don't we all, Agatha? Uh, don't we all? Yeah, don't we all? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, let's see. Talked about the house. Talked about that. All right, I think we nailed everything. Yeah, there was a. Uh, if people want to check out a good um, breakdown of this episode, every Easter egg, pretty much you could find in here. I sent you a clip." Called One Division Episode Eight Every Easter Egg Plus X Men Connection, uh, Connections. There was eighty six Easter eggs in this in this video, so we nailed. That's a lot. It's a lot of Easter eggs. Uh, a lot of things involving. How long did it take you to watch that? How long? Uh, twenty. It's a twenty five minute video, but I watched things at one point seven five speed, so probably ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes. Um, the the necklace, the bro. It was like Doctor Strange seeing like all million outcomes <laughs> of. Uh, Endgame. That's what that was. You. Your head's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's you at one point seven five speed. Exactly. Exactly. I'll be the new Doctor Strange. So they uh, they talked about the brooch that um, Agatha wears. It could be um, alluding to three women, three three. Uh, I don't know three three powerful witches that they mentioned throughout time. Um, they could be talking about some. There's a there's a. Allusion to Agatha's mother having a crown. looked like she looked like she was wearing uh, a blue crown, which is a um, reference to some witch in the comics books. Her mother or somebody that was talking about. Like, I, I I heard something too. Yeah. about that. Yeah, uh, people thinking that Dottie. Dottie, you remember the blonde Dottie? Yes, who seemed like she could have been something more than like what she was. Yeah, like they're saying that like maybe she's like. Uh, you look at the Wicked Witch. Uh, you're in Westview. Wicked Witch of the West would be Agatha. Oh. You got you. Got, there's an East View. You got a Witch of the East. Yep. Which could be Dottie. She's the the blonde, and the East is supposed to be the better place yep. and the nicer place. Yep. 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 Exactly. So yeah, I think we'll end it there. Very good episode. Can't wait for next week. So yeah, next week. What if Dottie was Quicksilver? What if Dottie was Quicksilver? Yeah. What if what what if the Witch of the East is a real thing? And remember how Quicksilver came from outside the hex? Yeah. Maybe she oh. came from outside the hex as well. Yes. Um, well, Pietro was talking to her and asking Wanda, like, you know, how did you do this? That was, so that makes sense now that if, since he was basically yeah, yeah, yeah. Agnes's puppet, then he was That's just trying to ask together. her. Yeah. 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 Who the F is Pietro? 
<laughs> Who is Pietro? Who is number two? Because she shot that down. I mean, you weren't here when I said it, but like she's like, yeah, getting your real brother was kind of a task because one, he's full of holes, mm-hmm. and you would have noticed, and two, he's on a different continent. Yeah, rough. So, but I don't understand. She so she pulled a Quicksilver from a different universe. What I think she. You you tell them you like, can't get the one from a different continent, but you get them from a different universe. Yeah, they kept like you you were corrected. They said that Pietro came in to the hacks. Like I don't understand if Agnes just you know like she said like she she said she took a, a bug or a cicada and created Pietro. Like I think that's what she was saying, right? That she just transformed, tra- transmognified a bug or another living organism into Pietro. Is that what she, is that what she's saying? It seemed like she might have been getting to that, but it seems like a big stretch. Yeah. Like she was just showing that she can t- change a rabbit into a uh, fly, but to to change a fly into a Pietro hmm. seems a little bit more difficult. Seems like <laughs> it, yeah. So, anyways, we could talk about this for hours, but gonna cut, cut it off there. We could, huh? We did. We did cut talk for a couple hours, yeah. Um. So yeah, that'll do it for can something. Can I say something this week? I have been Damien. Drop it, dude. See you next week. Bye-bye.